What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 158 of the Geek Soda Grace podcast, the last episode of the year, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. My name's Cody Armour. I'm joined by Shelly Walter. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. Who at this point probably seems like a permanent staple to the co-hosting roster. <laughs> Joe is still... Figuring life out. I'm the secondary gaming job. expert, so it's okay. Huh? I'm the secondary gaming expert, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, at least, like, that's the perfect spot for you to fill. Yeah. I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none, really. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Joe will hopefully be with us soon. I, I guess he won't be for the rest of the year, but hopefully uh, coming into the next year, he'll be with us. Mm-hmm. We miss you, Joe. The world misses you. <laughs> uh, but yeah we're going to not have an episode next week we will have a w- episode the week after that which will be the like third of the year second of the year around, something like that around that time yeah yeah the first wednesday of 2019 yes and we're gonna be doing 20 questions yes so it's gonna be a lot of fun so next week we will be taking a break for the yeah, holidays christmas you should be listening to podcasts anyways yeah Feel guilty. Plus, we record on a Monday, on a Monday, and that's That's, yeah, yeah. Literally, be recording on Christmas. Yep. Anyways, today we'll be talking, geeking out about Blizzard putting their MOBA on freeze, DC's newest movie being a bit of a stretch, and the stars of DC's next streaming show. And all of those were puns (laughs) that don't make any sense because you don't know what we're actually going to be talking about. (laughs) I totally. But once you listen to it for another time, you're gonna laugh your head off. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can go back to those, and then they'll make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. First, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace, or geeksundergrace.com slash partner. Ooh, that's yeah, new. it's fancy. Ooh, wow. Uh, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, who, if you want to know, you know why Jason donates to our Patreon... He's actually got this little spotlight going on. Uh, you can find it on our Facebook page. You can find it on our website. Patron of the so month. it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Sam Watson and David Corey, who's been a fan of Geeks Under Grace for quite a while now. Uh, and so we're, we're real glad that you're part of this movement and uh, are able to support us the way you are. It's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's get into video games. LJ... Well, Shelly, you were on vacation. Yeah, yeah, start with Shelly. I was on vacation, but my most exciting thing that happened gaming-wise was last week. I wasn't able to talk about it because I was on vacation. I didn't do much more this last week. But on the night that Smash Ultimate came out, me and my friends (laughs) did an all-nighter party. You literally went to sleep after the Avengers trailer came out. Oh, yeah. I was live. (laughs) It was okay. I could not handle the hype from that day i could not because here's the thing besides smash ultimate coming out yeah i had also just finished finals that day oh yeah bastille was coming out with a new album at midnight my favorite band um game awards was happening yeah the new dragon age trailer uh teaser came out 
I was freaking out about that. Of course, the Avengers trailer came out. I couldn't handle all of those things happening at once. <laughs> That's probably what got me through from 9 p.m. when it released here on the West Coast until almost 8 a.m. Wow. Yeah, it was already 11 o'clock for me <laughs> at that time. Yeah. It was so fun. Totally worth it. I would never do that for any other type of game, I don't think. I, I definitely don't want that to be a normal thing, but if there were ever to be another Smash coming out, I would do it again. I hope there's another one. I know they keep saying that this is the ultimate yeah, Smash Brothers. I, yeah, I, I have no idea how long it's going to be. I've I feel heard like supposedly, I heard Sakurai mention something about, like, he said not to expect another one for, like, ten years, which, who um, knows. Yeah. Honestly, depending on how consoles work, if the next game, if the next console is cross- or backwards compatible, then I'm sure it would be fine. Well, what they but, could do is if Nintendo does have a new console in the next 10 years, I mean, they could just port it and do like a special edition that has like all the DLC characters out. That's true. Like a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe kind of thing. Do a Smash Ultimate Deluxe or something. I would assume, yeah, it would either be backwards compatible or like you're saying, kind of do a Deluxe. There would have to be a lot of technological advances, I think, before Sakurai I, was like, yeah. all right, time to make a new one. Yeah. I think um, that, yeah. While we are talking about Smash, we did have a game night on Saturday, and it was a lot of fun. Um, did you win? I won a couple. Um, Shelly was nice. definitely missed. There was a few people that were like, where's Shelly at? And I'm like, she's on vacation. Sorry. I felt I really <laughs> wanted to join, and I, I was so bummed. There was a local tournament on Friday. Over 100 uh-huh. people came, Whoa. which usually... 40 is a lot for these types of tournaments. Yeah. Uh, over we 100 had, people came. And then, we had a full room for us. It was like 12. Yeah. It ended up being like maybe at least 12 or so people, but people would like jump in for a few matches and then leave for a little while. And yeah, that's I think fair. it was one of our most active game nights ever. Man, I'm so bummed. Because yeah, it was yeah. local tournament was Friday. That was Saturday, what yeah. you guys did. And then there was Don't Park on the Grass was the big ultimate tournament that happened yesterday and i missed it as well because i was flying back and actual people professional people came and like flew in for this tournament esam is one of my favorite uh smash players he means pikachu and he was there and got second place it was so crazy especially because he was playing he was playing against our our as i say like washington's best player that was so cool to watch like i watched a replay of it today um, them playing against each other. It was just like, wow, this is mind-blowing. So I'm really so, bummed I missed all that, but... I discovered one thing. I, I, there was a few characters that I considered myself good with. Yeah. And that was Pac-Man and Sonic, but I discovered <laughs> I'm definitely a Pac-Man main. I yeah. I destroyed people with the fire hydrant because he's got the oh my gosh, down yeah. smash. And that thing just ruins people's days. Like, everybody was mad. They're like, okay, where'd that fire hydrant come from? And it's so cool because Pac-Man can use the fire hydrant and, like, hit it. And it causes yeah. more damage. That's a fun and one. And plus, then just walk, then doing the waka waka thing, like, across the stage is really cool for, like, arena control, too. Yeah. Pac-Man's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, he's super fun. I've been... I don't know if I would really say she's my main at this point, but Isabel has been my oh, favorite nice. so far, which is weird to say, because I, I knew I was going to like playing her, but I didn't think she would be the character I'm best at. But uh-huh. at this point, she is. I also really like playing as Inkling, uh, Young Link. Inkling's cool, because you actually have to refill the ink. Yeah. Oh, man. I oh, wow. just yeah. love this game. And then, so, have you been playing World, uh, World of Light at all? 
Oh, yeah. So what I did over plane rides, because from Seattle to Hawaii is uh, five or six hours. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of time to kill. And I also didn't... I don't like the handheld controls. I like GameCube controls. So I was like, I'm not just going to play random matches. Obviously, I can't play online matches because I'm in a plane. So I played World of Light. And yeah, that... I love that mode. It's really yeah. fun. The I spirits like are really I cool. I like it a lot more than I thought I would. I have this cool setup now. So I unlocked Pikachu. So I have Pikachu. And all of the spirits I have... I had this one setup. Um, that's really sweet because they're all Pokemon spirits. So I have... I think it's Xerneas. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But it's like the X legendary Pokemon as oh, the primary. Yeah. Okay, with yeah. oh who gives me an extra jump. And Gyarados who gives me... Um, Aerial boosts, like nice. attack boosts on aerial attacks. So I'll just so that kind of changes the whole dynamic for online, like for competitive. Well, it's not I for mean, yeah, it doesn't cross over. Well, if you're playing competitive, you're not gonna want to play with spirits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it's kind of like the thing what they did with Injustice Two, is how like Injustice had all the customization stuff, but yeah. they left it open because people aren't gonna want to play with all these factors like. People like Smash competitive, you don't play with items on or anything like that either. No, yeah, you okay. totally yeah. free from that. So, uh-huh. spirits. Oh, okay. But it yeah, is. I just learned that. I didn't realize it's yeah. combat and skill in its like purest form. There's no like yeah. Even I was the, gonna make it really confusing when you get in competitive to have all these different like attributes. The final smashes mm-hmm. are turned off too, right? Yeah, final smashes are turned off. Even yeah. some people that were wondering with ultimate if they would allow in tournament play the final smash meter because other fighting games have a similar thing but as far as i'm aware none of the tournaments have allowed it Hmm. that's cool i mean at least they're sticking yeah which is totally fine with me um yeah it would be kind of silly i think a little bit but gosh i love that game that game is i'm i'm excited to be home just because now i can actually play it and and try to get better at it because i'm not that great at it yet um at least (laughs) I'm not as good as others, but the so other guess, game. Oh okay. yeah, I was gonna say. I guess from your experience, how does it? How does like the gameplay differ from Smash Four? Uh, it's a lot more like Melee. It's faster, and uh-huh. I remember when I was first playing on there during that all nighter, I was so surprised with how weighty all of the hits were. Like mm-hmm. every hit is has like impact. Where Smash Four, you could get a bunch of little hits, and it feels like you're not doing anything. So yeah, it's true. Everything just seems much more. Every hit seems much more important in this game, especially um, mm. edge guarding is a lot more important because uh, recovery is different. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. It's, yeah, a lot of my friends who played melee competitively say like it feels a lot more like melee. So, which is good. I yeah. think that's probably yeah. a good thing. It feels like every hit matters a lot more. Totally, I cool. love it. It's it's so good. I'm probably going to play more tonight after we podcast. Cool. <laughs> the other game I played, um, I was playing more Let's Go Pikachu because <laughs> I had this old nighter. It only released at 9 p.m., right? So we were yeah. there earlier, just kind of hyping it up. Hanging and to out, kill yeah. time, I was playing Let's Go Pikachu, and I ended up beating the game. Sweet. And I ended up catching Mewtwo. <laughs> All in that oh, time. Wow. Yeah. I was really That's productive. Cool. I was just, I was just going well because it's so easy when you have someone else with you. 
Oh, so you're playing yeah. with somebody. That's cool. Co-op is dumb. It's broken. So I just went through the Elite Four and <laughs> had someone play with me. I caught Mewtwo. With, it's, I didn't want to waste the, poke, the Master Ball. I wanted to keep that in case I ran to a really nice shiny or something. Mm-hmm. So me mm-hmm. and one of my friends uh, were catching Mewtwo with Ultra Balls, um, which was just really funny. Uh, it's really hard because he'll put a shield up and you gotta wait for that shield to come down because aside from moving around like oh, all weird. the other Pokemon do like a lot of Pokemon kind of move around or attack he puts a shield up and you have to he's just like no <laughs> yeah you have to wait because if you throw it something there it's not gonna hit him so it took a while but we finally did it it's like the movie oh yeah, yeah. in the movie I think they throw a Pokeball at him and he just kind of like yep. force fields it away yep. yeah but it's just super cool to have uh, Does Mewtwo Does the story you. have him on the... So in Pokemon Yellow, he was in a little cave? He's in a is cave. He in that cave, or is yep, it... Yep, he's in Cerulean in City. The, it's what? It's in the cave in Cerulean. Oh, it's where... It, yeah. Okay. I was wondering if they based it off of the movie where it was like a whole... Oh. Invited you to a different... That would be... Island. That would be cool. Speaking of which, isn't there going to be... I heard there's going to be another Mewtwo movie coming out sometime. Huh just heard a rumor Maybe. i feel I like i heard about that earlier in the year. i heard sure. but i don't know he's one of the most interesting pokemon characters and they haven't done nearly enough of them yeah so that'd be like, cool pokemon the first movie was the best movie followed by pokemon 2000 and that was it and then yeah like <laughs> the ente one was probably cool but i didn't like it nearly as much like it was probably production wise just as good but it, it wasn't as deep yeah I just, oh, yeah. First two were epic. That's good. I'm glad I got to play so much Let's Go Pikachu before Smash, though. I'm really glad I beat it, because it's going to be a long time before I go back to it. Probably. That's good. It's nice to get, get a, a big game out of the way before you move on to the next one. Totally. I was worried I was going to just ditch it and never complete it, because I'm really bad at that. When it comes to Pokemon games, mm. I never finish them. Like, ever. I start them, and then I don't finish them. So this one I finally Same. finished. Um. And finally, I still own Spider-Man, but because I've been gone, I haven't been able to play it. So that's the game I want to play, but I haven't played. I watched Spider-Man. I was going to say, I I, I haven't played it, but I'm planning to watch the movie, and the movie's getting me hyped for the game and vice versa, you know? I need to watch it, yeah. uh, I'll watch. I'll talk about the movie stuff. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. During the movie section, I suppose. That's all I've been playing is is Ultimate and that little bit of Pokemon and hype for Ultimate. So, um, yeah. Cool. The hype was Ultimate. Totally. I'm definitely <laughs> going to be, I mean, people are going to hear this on Wednesday, but I'm definitely going to stream it this week. Oh. Totally. Instead of uh, Undertale. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. What have you been playing, LJ? Or what else have you been playing? Um, so, last week I mentioned Insurgency Sandstorm. And uh, so I, so I am reviewing that game. It's really cool. It's like a close quarters tactical shooter, and it's like super mm-hmm. immersive. The HUD is minimal. Uh, the the bullets and like the damage is actually realistic. So like when you shoot somebody and like they're gonna go down like they should in real life. It's not like something like Call of Duty or Halo or whatever where you're shooting them and it takes like a whole clip to take them out. It, it's super cool. It's like set in like the middle east kind of like counter-strike stuff um but it's super immersive it's pretty cool um i'm getting the review done before christmas 
rolls around, so hopefully that review up will be soon. It will be up soon, but it's super cool because like there was a part where I chose like a marksman class, and so I was like, okay, let me try this hang and hang back, and I aimed at a guy. He was taking cover, and I shot him, and he was through like a concrete wall, and so his head was poking out, and I so when I shot him, I didn't see him anymore. So I was like, okay, did he run or not? And then so I went to run. The only way you know if a kill is confirmed is if you actually go and look. And so mm-hmm. when I went to look for him, the body was gone. And so I was like, oh, I actually killed him. I looked on my scoreboard, and there it was. The kill was there. So it was just super cool. Uh, just moments like that are, like, intense for, a, like, a realistic shooter like that. Yeah. I, I still get wrecked. And it's not like it's not like <laughs> Call of Duty where you're going to, like, where the top tier people get, like, 20 kills. Like, people are getting, like, barely double digits sometimes. It's super cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's neat. And then the other game I've been playing is Moonlighter. This one is really cool. It's an indie, and it's a lot like Zelda. I think it just came mm-hmm. to Switch recently, too. But uh, it's you crawl, you dungeon crawl at night to collect items. Right. And then so... For your shop, right? Yeah, so during the day, you run a shop, and you can set prices for all these things. And the item popularity will go up and down depending on, like how scarce the item is around and stuff like that. And they'll even tell you what items are popular right now. Like I walked around town and talked to people and they said like, Oh, we liked, we like uh, culture art- artifacts right now. So if there's like some cool, like ancient artifact or like one of the things I picked up was like an ancient pot or whatever, I can go sell that. And so it's really neat. Like they'll tell so you cool. what item they're looking for at the time. Ah. And, but it, it's so Zelda, like the dungeons and everything. Um, so it's really cool. It's a fun grind. I feel like Cody would would you would be really interested in, in it because it's like kind of like that Stardew Valley Harvest Moon kind of vibe, like that day to day. Yeah. Spend the day, uh, spend the day selling items. Go out at night, uh, hit the dungeon for a little while. And Do you have to sleep? I don't think you have to. I haven't really gone that far to check. But when you die, you will lose some of those items too. So okay. the idea is to exit a dungeon before you get killed. Or or okay. you can take healing items with you to try and last longer. Uh, so it's got kind of like a roguelike-ish element. So, because um, yeah. I think the dungeons are procedurally generated to a degree too. Hmm. It is. It looks cool. cool yeah, I think like top down, link to the past era. Yeah, and it's on sale for like fourteen or I think like fourteen or sixteen dollars on the PlayStation Store right now. Okay. Instead of twenty five. And so that's where I ended up getting it. Can you get it on the Switch? It looks like yes, you can. it's like twenty five bucks on the Switch still. Which, to me, that's still like honestly, I probably would have paid twenty five dollars for this game. Yeah, okay. It, it's it's a little steep for some. Like most indie games are usually like fifteen to ten, maybe. Right. Some of them are twenty, but twenty five is is kind of high considering it's an indie game. But the fact that it's portable. Like, a oh, lot of these yeah. games are more expensive because they're portable. Yeah, I would have loved to play that game on my Switch, because that's where I wanted to get it, but that sale I couldn't pass up. I'm like, if this is when I'm going to get it, it should be now. So Yeah. 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 I, f- I feel like that's a lot of our audience would probably really enjoy that game, because it's the closest thing we have to, like, an old school. Well, no, I take that back. There are a few others out there, but I'd say it's one of the best you're going to get, um, as far as, like, an old school, like, Zelda-style dungeon crawler. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is Moonlighter. Cool. I've been playing Knights of Pen and Paper 2, 
We talked about it last week, and so I was like, I'm going to check this out. Yeah. I'm kind of... I, I like mobile games that are good. Right. Like, I don't I don't play, like, Bubble Pop or whatever <laughs> it's called. Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Yeah. Uh, I've never played any of those kind of games. Yeah. But I, I like the games that are really well thought out. I almost should pay money for. Like, it's so well put together. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's I, the thing with those mobile games. It's like, if there's one you really like and you enjoy it, it's okay to throw a few bucks at it once in a while. Yeah. And so... I didn't put any money into this one yet, but I, the reason I got it on my phone was more or less to see if I would like to play it on the Switch. Yeah. And I think I will, but I don't know if it's got the long... The longevity? Longevity. Yeah. <laughs> to... Because basically, when you attack something, you, you literally just click on it. Uh, and you can choose your different attacks. Yeah. And you do have a, a thing of attacks that you can do, and there are different elements and things it looks like, but... Right now, it's literally, like, attack the thing. If I want to do something with this, with my MP, yeah, do that. And there's not a lot more thought into the RPG elements of it. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a town, it's kind of, you can either do a quest, you can attack things, or you can move on. Or, and then there's, like, a shop. But I would love if the, the towns were a little bit more point and click. Which I know is asking a lot of a mobile game. Like interactive. Yeah. I wish I could go somewhere, like go to the tavern or something, and I could find out information or like get a quest that way yeah. instead of just clicking the quest button to get the next quest. But for those who didn't listen to last week's episode, it's this like tabletop RPG simulator, which is awesome. So you you start the game. Is this like level 99 character and the DM is basically like, you're way too OP. We're going to start you off with like first edition. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to play first edition. He's like, fine, I'll play with my other friends. <laughs> and so you create his other friends and you literally have to choose like, like my characters are a jock dwarf warrior. And the jock is like the player. And then his character is the dwarf warrior. Uh-huh. And then I have, I think it was, goth i think is what she was yeah. she's a goth cleric human or elf or something and basically because i was trying to balance things so i've got and the, each like each stereotype i guess like the jock or the the goth chick or the cheerleader or whatever you choose they actually change the stats of your characters in the game so what, what so wouldn't the goth be perfect for like a necromancer though yeah she actually says something so I, I did the cleric, and it was kind of like canned. Like most of the responses are clan, but they're cute. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think it would have mattered what I chose because Necromancer was not a choice I could have made. All right. But she goes, I usually play as a Necromancer, but I'll try this out this time. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, that's real great. That's awesome. And there's a lot of little things like that. Like I bought pen and paper in the shop, and so now like that boosted my initiative or something. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I it's that. very. Uh, adorable and there's a lot of nods to you know dungeons and dragons or other tabletop RPGs. it's kind of like very fourth wall breaking in a way too right in that in that regard yeah like it knows it's very self-aware yeah okay. yeah there we go like yeah that. self-aware there you go that's what i say more for. self-aware than it is like saying that you are the player like it doesn't interact with you as the player much but um as like a human in real life um but it's very self-aware in its humor it's cool. Like I fought mouse traps, and those were the the first thing that I I fought. And then 
Uh, I don't know. A, a lot of it's really weird. The cleric has got like a pope's hat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's the and all the characters when you change their like stereotypes and stuff it you don't like make the characters the way you want them to look right but like the jock has his own body and then you put on whatever hat fits his like class yeah and then if he's a human he looks normal if he's an elf he gets these big ears and if he's dwarf, <laughs> he's got a big beard oh wow that's cool yeah it's fun it's, it's really cool it's cute uh if you're if you don't have anything to be playing right now and you want just like a free game, I would definitely say get it on on your phone. Mm-hmm. And if you like it, then it's like 15 bucks on the Switch. It's like 12 or something. Yeah, it's like really cheap. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Wanted to find something that wasn't Red Dead. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, if you haven't, if you played Red Dead Online uh, during this, like, since we it started, and you kind of fell off of it. I didn't play it at all this week, I don't think. But... Uh, definitely log on before December 20th because even if you got reimbursed your gold bars, you can get even more gold bars now that they have started the microtransactions. Oh, yeah. You get them free. Yep. I think it's like 15 of them or something. So do that. Let's get into the game of news. Okay. So the first piece of news relates to Street Fighter V. Uh Uh-oh, Street Fighter back in the news. Um (laughs) <laughs> with uh, so there, it's so Capcom's under fire for ads in the game, and so what's happening is like so you choose a character and then like an ad role plays. Yeah, so there's there's three different ads. So th- here's here's where this gets a little hairy. Is you can opt into these ads if you want to, or you can opt out of them. I, I mean, and so the story is. You get a little bit of fight money. It's not much. It's like 12 extra fight money or something every time you do a fight. Um, So it's not much, but at the same time, it's giving you money for, like, for you saying it's okay for for them to have ads. And so what these are is they come in three forms. One of them is during, like, the versus screen. Like, like when you're fighting, when it says Ryu versus, like, Sagat or something like that. It'll have an ad on the versus screen. The second and third ones are in-game. One of them is, um, it'll put a logo. I think uh, the tournament, one of the fighting tournaments was an example, or eSport tournaments. Mm-hmm. And so it would have the logo on the fighter's clothing. And so Like I, a sponsor. I, yeah, like oh. I think it's like a sponsor like a for like UFC yeah. or something. And then this, the third one is on the stage. So it'll be like on the ground of the stage or on the background somewhere. So weird. Yeah, and so... That that's where this this gets interesting is, it like they've been really sketchy with their monetization stuff before, mm-hmm. because you can earn actual in game stuff with that fight money, or you can just pay for it in the store, but the stuff you like to buy it with fight money it's a lot like a costume is like twenty thousand fight money or something like that. So you have to get these ads. Yeah, I mean that. Well, yeah, but the if ads. You want. Yeah, like the ads don't even boost that much, though. I think it's only like twelve extra. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but still, I'm it's really weird. disappointed that it's not like during the loading screen, and then you get Ryu walking up, and he's like, <laughs> just does a commercial. And he's like, you know how I get these clothes clean after a match? I use Tide Pods. Or like an old school Oxy-clean. like Pepsi. Like an old school Pepsi commercial, <laughs> Ken would be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, After man. my fight, I like a cold, refreshing Coke. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Or gosh. I think they've even <laughs> done stuff with Red Bull and it's like Sure, you can have a Red Bull. It gives you wings or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That's what they should do. <laughs> yeah. I would say that's a terrible idea, but I think I just thought of, like, the best idea for these ads. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I'd be really mad, though, if any kind of ads played during, like, while it was loading. If that it was like, you gotta watch terrible. this ad before you actually play the game. That's, yeah, because uh... that's, like, mobile. Like, that's, like, petty mobile monetization right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I mean, that's the reason why this is an issue is because... Capcom has been under fire for the way they've been dealing with the economy in Street Fighter V before. And yeah. I have Street Fighter V, and I got back into it earlier in the year, but I personally hadn't played in a while, so I hadn't seen this stuff until... You can check it out. Yeah. Tell us how these ads are. Yeah, it's super weird. Anyway. So yeah, rant over. Um, that's more Street Fighter drama. Uh, the next piece of news is that Amazon Fire has 25 Sega Genesis Classics. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. This is... I don't have an Amazon Fire stick, but I now I... Just I'm interested. Get one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have my PlayStation, so it's like my device can play video games and stream anyway. <laughs> We're right, yeah. Yeah, so... I have Alexa. Oh, nice. You can play Skyrim on there. I need there. to play Alexa Skyrim. I thought that was a joke. I just want to throw that out there real quick. Yeah. It's the half a joke. Skyrim on Alexa. It is. Yeah, it is half a joke. It's still like, a joke, but you also can do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like real. It's it's a point. It's not Skyrim. I don't know why it's called Skyrim, because it's more of like a <clears throat> point and click adventure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that- where Alexa is your DM. But yeah. That's is really cool. Well, that's really that random, was but, whenever yeah. Todd Howard made the joke at E3 that they're one step away from letting you play it on your smart fridge. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this collection is they recently came out with a Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. If you're overseas, uh, it's called the Sega Genesis Classics Collection. And so they originally came out with this on Xbox and PS4. Is it and called PC. Mega Drive overseas? Yes, I believe in Europe it is called Mega Drive. I wonder if they were like, what do Americans like? The Bible. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> we'll name it after a book of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, so so this has already been out on other stuff. This is actually the collection that I bought it on PS4 because they originally said, we are not putting this on Switch. We have another initiative called Sega Ages that we're pushing on the eShop. We're not going to put this on Switch. Three months later, they're like, hey... The Sega Genesis collection is coming to the eShop, and I'm like, I am not giving you $40 again. You people are messed up. Again. Yeah. Like, I would literally, like, on principle, I will not buy that collection on Switch because they told me it wasn't going to be there. And yeah. so I gave them my money on another platform. They're not getting it they twice. They lied to you. Yes, they did. Anyway. that's I think you can talk to them. You're like, hey, Sega, <laughs> I bought this on PlayStation because you said... Yeah. And now I can't get what I want because you lied to me. Yeah, I bet they do something. I would have more than happily, like, it's like playing those SNES classics on your Switch. I would have I would have happily played those off and on on my Switch. You should email them. I really think that you could probably get them to, like, help you out. Yeah. That would be <laughs> they cool. might give you a code for that, that would be legit. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I do PR work. I mean, <laughs> nah, you got but for that. real, though. But for real, I just though, thought about that. I was like, yeah, they totally lied to you. If you were like, hey, you lied to me. So I was wondering if you could help me out. Yeah, I mean, it sucks too because it's on my PS4 and I touched it for maybe a few days and like now I'll never touch it again. 
What what games are on this thing? Uh, let me I know look. it's a lot of them. But... Yeah, there's... So here's the weird thing about this. Um, there's only Sonic 1 and 2, not Sonic 3. Okay. Um, I think all the Streets of Rage games are on here, which the only one you really want out of that is 2. Okay, so real quick, <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to run through these as fast as I can. Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, Sonic CD, Revenge of Shinobi, Ristar, Golden Axe, Beyond Oasis, Decapitech, E-SWAT, Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3, Gunstar Heroes, Dynamite Hetty, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Columns, Biohazard Battle, Comic Zone, Alien Storm, Bonanza Bros, Golden Axe 2 and 3, Game Ground, Altered Beast, and Sonic Spinball. Those, Sonic Spinball is amazing. Yeah, those are the ones, I don't think that's all, well, actually that might be all of them. my favorite pinball game of all time. Because I was just reading the list from the Amazon Is that one, the one I, that was featured in um, Sonic DX? Sonic, the same I don't one? remember. Sonic Adventure? No, yeah, Sonic DX. Sonic Adventure DX? Yeah. Well, there's, you can that's play the, pinball in that one. Yeah, so here's here's something interesting is uh pinball originated in the casino zone in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And yeah. then yeah, so pinball okay. became a spin-off and then so like pinball and casino zones have been like a thing in the Sonic games ever since. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I remember there's a casino in Sonic Adventure DX. Yes, and so that's what I think that's what Shelly yeah, was I getting at. Yeah, I remember that. Is, I just remember okay. you you Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now yeah. Spinball is literally like a it's all pinball, basically. Yeah, it's a you like you're literally playing a pinball cabinet, yeah. kind of. But the, if the pinball cabinet was like an L shape, upside down, like you can go really outside of where the bumpers are and stuff. Yeah. But it's got different stages and levels, and they're all Sonic themed. And like you're playing not as a pinball, but uh-huh. as Sonic. Yeah, so yeah, you have, that's you right. The bumpers. I know there was also a Knights version. There's a Knights, yes. yeah. Yeah, in, okay. in Sonic Adventure, there is a Knights version. Totally. Okay, yep, I remember all this. That was amazing. Okay, I want to play so, that game again, man. Why don't they remake that? <sighs> that would be cool. Make that um, HD. Erase that don't tell crazy. Joe I said that, but I'm like a fan of both Sonic eras. Both <laughs> <laughs> um, Sonic eras. Joe's just oh, not here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joe Sorry. would automatically shoot down your 3D Sonic remakes. But a, a 3D Sonic spinball, though? And oh. it wouldn't be yeah. So like do it, do three D like they've done in Sonic. What's the new one? Forces. Yes. Where it's a side scrolling three D. Yeah. Effect. And then have it like change angles, and then it's another. Oh, that'd be super cool. <laughs> We're coming up with so many good ideas. This podcast, guys. Yeah. Yeah, wow. we need to stop talking because then people will steal our ideas. Yeah. <laughs> At least we're recording them, so we can't. We're not one of those people who's like, it was going be a good idea, and then we forget about it the next day. Yeah, it's your um, own record. So actually, this this collection that Amazon is getting, I think, is only twenty five out of like the fifty or something that's on that original like collection. Got it. Okay. So, but I mean, that's okay because there's a lot of half of that collection is garbage anyway. So, it looks like all the good ones are here. <laughs> and you're playing on a Kindle Fire Stick, yeah, or an Amazon Fire Stick. So I think Amazon's probably got their own controller and stuff too. I believe, from what I, from what I know. I okay. Um, so yeah, it's cool. And then um, last piece of news here is that Heroes of the Storm is on hold. That's what we meant when Blizzard Blizzard put their mobile on freeze. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Heroes of the Storm, for those who don't know, is a MOBA featuring all Blizzard characters from different franchises, like 
Diablo, Warcraft, Overwatch, Starcraft, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's actually one of the more accessible MOBAs. It's pretty simple to get into, kind of like Arena of Valor. Mm-hmm. Um, but the news here is that they're pulling people off of Heroes of the Storm to have them work on other projects. And so I don't think much was said other than that. But they are still going to have a staff that's going to maintain the game and take care of... It's going to be playable. Yeah, so it's still going to be playable, but I wouldn't expect anything new for a while. Uh, They're going to... The people that are staying on staff with Heroes of the Storm, they're going to handle, like, character balances. They're going to handle, like, the special events and things like that. Um, (laughs) So it it still will be supported, but a lot of it is going to be on hold for whatever else Blizzard is doing. It's so crazy. Yeah. They're not even doing their like esports things. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's right. That is another part of the news is they're canceling uh, the esport tournaments for a while. Which that part is the the big thing to me is like that's where the money's at, I would think. Yeah. And then it's so big weird esports yeah. events. Cuz they just got done with like BlizzCon. I mean, I don't think a lot of news came out of uh, BlizzCon for Heroes of the Storm. But mm-hmm. it's just crazy to have something big like that and be like, hey, we're going to dial this back for a while. Yeah. Maybe for people but, to get Diablo, the the actual Diablo 4 going, because everybody was so mad about Eternal. Yeah. Maybe they just want you to play Diablo Eternal, and they're like, well, if we pull the funding from everything else, and we don't have a choice but to play this game, yeah. then they'll play it. Dang. <laughs> That'd be really <laughs> Yeah. That wouldn't make anyone mad. <laughs> yeah, that would just mean more death threats and hate mail. And if you're on the internet, don't do that. Like these yeah. these like these people they work hard. I mean, no matter what game they're working on, especially like indie devs and stuff, like this stuff is some of the hardest work people do, like crunch time and things like that. So not that Blizzard's indie, but each person working on that is like a human. Yeah. Exactly. So before you send out an angry tweet or something, think about it. <laughs> anyway run through this pull list real fast yes uh so we got firewatch on switch donut old county on huh oh firewatch is, is an old game yeah it's in a couple years older uh donut county uh is a pretty cool looking game that's on coming to switch uh, warhammer vermintide 2 also on other platforms is now coming to ps4 and then okay. atlas is coming this week which got announced during the game awards that's that thing that looked like a hybrid between Ark and Sea of Thieves. Okay. And then uh, the third and last piece of DLC for Spider-Man PS4 comes out this week. Ooh. Awesome. Another reason so to start it. playing that game. Yeah. And so if you, if you do, real quick, if you do decide if you ever end up playing through it and you want to buy the DLC, it's like 25 bucks for like all the DLC. That's oh. cool. Instead of like a $50 season pass like a lot of, like a lot of other things do. Okay. Well. Yeah. Talking about Spider-Man. Spooter yeah, dude. Yeah, one of the movies. I watched Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. How was it? It's amazing. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, I love hearing all the reviews. I see what you did there. I'm so... Yeah. What was... How'd you like... So yeah. it is... Out of any movie ever. Animated. Huh. It is the most aesthetically pleasing movie I've ever seen. Wow. Really? Like, lots of bright colors. And it's just really, really well done. They kind of leaned on the comic book aspect of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what and the trailers so, look like. What, yeah. And it kind of takes you out of that whenever he's not doing superhero stuff. But as soon as, like, a mask is on, as soon as, like, superhero kind of stuff is happening, 
then there's bams and you know dotted backgrounds and yeah. things. Ooh. So what about that stop so, motion like animation? Was that kind of was that jarring at all? No, I mean, I didn't. None of this felt jarring to me. Huh. Everything felt really, Natural. really clean and smooth. Okay. I yeah, saw I, they had a scene at the end of Venom after the credits that uh, that was like a sneak peek and it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that part is in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's really well done. The story is it's good and it's it's permanent to like why the spider verse mm-hmm. is a thing and then like it, it is the plot of the story that existing in the first place oh cool um i don't know i don't want to give anything away this is really really good a lot of nods i think one of my favorite things too about it is it was able to nod um to a lot of spider-man fan things mm-hmm that a movie couldn't do. So there was, like, the Spider-Ham... Yeah. Yeah. ...even being a thing. Like, you're not going to see that in a movie. It, it reminds me of Lego video games, where they kind of... They don't really have limits. Yeah. That sounds and cool. They kinda, yeah. They just throw characters from, like, the whole universe in it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And, like, characters and references that you would only get because... Because you're a fan. Because you're a fan. Uh... The, I, I think that, I don't know. There's a lot of little Easter eggs. I don't want to give anything away. I cried when I saw Stan Lee. Oh, oh. yeah. I did hear about the cameo. Yeah. There's, it, it was one of the first cameos that he did that I don't think would have been funny. Like, it didn't come off as funny. And obviously, like, I was crying. So, like, I wouldn't have found it funny because I was like, I miss Stan Lee. You right. see, you know what's weird is. Oh, like even Rick it Ralph had a nod in there and that kind of got me. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. I, it was weird. Cause most of his cameos, they're like, these really funny yeah. one liners. Right. It's like a yeah. really silly moment. You know, Tony this stink. One, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always like these really goofy things. And in this one, it was kind of just heartfelt. Yeah. And that was, that was really cool. There is an end credit scene. Stay for it. If you've been on the internet the last two years, you'll be happy. <laughs> it'll, it'll make you smile. That's cool. And that's all I'll say. It is one of the most gorgeous movies I've ever seen. The soundtrack was a ton of fun. Oh, I've the... heard that. I haven't listened to the soundtrack <laughs> yet, but I've heard the soundtrack's really good. Yeah. I mean, everything about it was, it was a really good movie. Man, I'm so excited. I think, too, me and... My boyfriend have both been very passionate, and I'm sure I shared this on the podcast too, about with Disney making so many live action movies, there's sort of this sense Mm -hmm. that animation, specifically 2D animation, but even this animation is different than the classic 3D animation that Disney's been going for, Um, but it's making it seem Mm -hmm. like animation itself is sort of obsolete at this point, that live action's the thing, and that animation's Mm -hmm. not that important. This changes everything, because it's- not yeah. Disney. It's shoving it in their face, saying, "Hey, yeah. animation's awesome, and here's why." And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it. And Sony still gets to keep their IP while letting Disney use it. Use the yeah, character because they well. have an entire different yeah. thing. They could never cross over those two things. Yeah. That'd be. I mean, they potentially could just have like this random picture of Tom Holland in there. That would be really weird. <laughs> be like, here's another Peter Parker, but. 
different. Yeah. Like you could not <laughs> have this movie be this good in live action. Oh yeah, I imagine. I, For I, sure, it seems like they embrace the cartoon, the anim- cartoon cartooniness of. It. I think I already heard that yeah. they're making. They're gonna have a sequel. Yes. There's a bunch of spinoff coming off of it. Okay. So Gwen Stacy is going to have her own oh, all-women Spider-Verse Thank goodness. Movie. I'm Whoa. so hyped for that. I didn't know that. And then they're working on... A direct sequel, One right? Spider-Gwen and, and Miles. Miles Morales. And it's kind of their romance. It'll be kind of the sequel to this. Yeah. Direct sequel. Which some people are kind of freaking out because they're not as familiar with the new stuff. But... I literally have a comic that is called Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. And okay. yeah. And so because yeah, people think of Gwen Stacy as like the original. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. actually read any of the Spider-Man comics, but I love all Spider-Man movies and I'm going to yeah. play the, the crap out of the Spider-Man game and I have Spider-Man socks I'm going to wear when I watch it. It's like <laughs> I think I'm Miles really Morales. excited. They're I also talking not... about doing a Spider-Ham spinoff. Yeah. Okay. It's like, I may not get all of this from the comic standpoint, but I feel like I'm still going to enjoy it. As someone who's, if you've seen the movies, you'll, you'll appreciate. Yeah. And then Miles is actually a really good character to get the younger demographic in, which is, I think, what they've done well with in the comics for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What other, what other movies have you guys been watching? Uh, real quick, I watched The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Okay. And that's actually a pretty good movie. It's on Netflix. That's that one that came out like towards the end of November. Yeah. And so he has all these lines because he's so different from like the Santa Claus like everybody knows. Like he always stares at this billboard and like scoffs at it. And he has a couple lines that are really funny. He makes a, a couple jokes. And uh, so one of them is like he says, I traded in reindeer for 400 horses <laughs> when they're <laughs> driving a car. And then, uh, that's funny. And then, so there's another part where a little girl asks him, and she's like, Oh, well, do you say ho ho ho? Or ho ho ho? And then he goes, He's like, Nah, that's a myth. That's fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, another thing that surprised me is there's like a short musical number. And so Netflix had this thing at the bottom, and it said, Watch song again. Which was oh. weird because I usually, you know how like they usually have the skip intro button? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so this one said, like, watch song again. So I'm wondering, like, have they ever used that for anything else? Or will they? Because uh, it just struck me as odd for, like, a movie that only has, like, one song in it. Yeah. And so you could literally yeah. just play that scene over again if you wanted to. So Strange. Yeah, it really. I mean, it was just kind of weird. But the humor comes from Santa, like, like being different from what like the world thinks of him and him being like in our world and so which is one way where i think netflix saved the budget money for like some of the cgi stuff that they have in it and kept it mostly like grounded Mm. okay yeah and uh, so it's really cool um but it's like about him like the basic plot is like he he gets stuck something happens where he gets stuck in our world and they got to save Christmas, you know, like that's kind of typical like Christmas movie. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Save Christmas. Right. Save Christmas. Uh, yeah. Like typical plot point, but the humor is really funny. So I got a bunch of comments cause well, so many people were like, yeah, I loved it. And I'm like, I heard nothing about it. And so, yeah, that that's the Christmas Chronicles. Cool. I haven't seen any. What's going movies, on? So I, you haven't seen anything. I so? there was a Star Wars 
uh, marathon on TV the other day. So I kind of watched <laughs> that, but I don't okay. think that counts. I was mostly just quoting all the weird prequel quotes. I'd but, say it counts. All yeah. the memes. All the memes. <laughs> I don't like sand. I was feeling that in Hawaii. <laughs> um, anyway. <Yeah. laughs> Onwards to movie news. So, uh, yeah. if you're a fan of Resident Evil, Resident Evil getting a reboot. This may be interesting news to you. James Wan is no longer going to be the producer for that movie. Now, James hmm. Wan, if you don't recognize that name, is producer for Aquaman. Like, the Aquaman that yeah. just came out. Which is doing really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that could mean a couple things. It could mean that he wants to go for some Aquaman sequels, potentially. But uh-huh. either way, if they want Resident Evil to be good, like actually good, then they're probably going to need to find another good producer. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, this I... Resident Evil movie is supposed to take from... Supposed to be inspired by Resident Evil 7. So they're kind of okay. going back to the horror roots, it sounds like. Yeah, that that'd yeah, be good. It feels like it's going to be a lot less cheesy. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're super cheesy. Like, good cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Like high budget cheese. Yeah. High and that's budget a thing. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Like cheese in a fine wine. Goodness. <laughs> anyway. This is a Christian podcast, LJ. I was just going to Hey! I could Jesus use the water turned, into wine yeah, excuse. I was gonna say. There you yeah. go. Jesus juke. Jesus juke. <laughs> but did Jesus turn anything into cheese? Man. He could have. That would have been the real. <laughs> probably cut the cheese. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next uh, news story go for after it. that. Yeah, before we. Derailed. Or become blasphemous. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know what's happening anymore. So, the director for Your Name, Your Name being that really good anime movie. That yeah, made, being the best movie of all time. Yeah, that Cody really likes, and I also really I agree. like. Um, then, I agree. I think we all agree. Yeah, his movie. Go watch Your Name before you watch Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, two totally different reasons. That's a toughie. I mean, you could watch nope. Your Name anytime, whereas it's only in theaters now. Spider-Man, Spider-Man that's so true. If you want to see it in theaters. Either way. Definitely see Spider-Man. What I'm saying <laughs> is that <laughs> <Sorry>. the director <laughs> for Your Name... Let's make it a new movie. That new movie has a name, yeah. and it's and forgive me if I don't say this correctly. Tenki but it's no not Ko, your name. Uh, weathering with you. Sounds like it has to do with the weather. Yeah. Sounds like more storm. He, he's dating storm, right? <laughs> I don't something like that. I mean, I read the synopsis, and it was about. I, I was tried confused. to read the synopsis. It's kind of hard translated. Um, <laughs> There's a. There's a guy, he works for a magazine company, and he meets a girl who controls the weather. So, oh, literally dating Storm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think you said like dating like storm. a Storm. No, dating Storm like the <laughs> X-Men character. Uh, That's cool. And then shenanigans ensue, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. I cool. have way too high of hopes for this movie. <laughs> My bar is, is way, way up there. Yeah, I feel like it's no matter what, where no matter what the plot's gonna be or story or anything else, it's probably gonna be gorgeous because the poster yeah. you can see the poster. They have an official website. You could search it probably find uh-huh. it with the official poster on there. Looks really pretty, but Spider Man was prettier. Okay, <laughs> what? Wow. but your name is still a better movie. Okay, okay. okay. either way, <laughs> um, I'll stick. 
Sticking to my guns. <laughs> All right, Cody. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't even know what to say to that. Get excited. <laughs> it's coming out July 19th. So I am. you can build the hype now. Maybe they'll have a trailer hype. or two coming out someday. <gasps> That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just make sure you grab your raincoat first. Uh, last bit of news. <laughs> um, I don't know. This could be good news. I don't really know what type of news it is. Plastic Man is getting a movie in the DCEU. Plastic Man. Basically, Mr. Fantastic. Like, that, that was our man in the arrow. That was our pun earlier. Yeah. Yes. Our pun was DC's newest movie being a bit of a stretch. Uh, yep. Yeah. Plastic Man <laughs> stretches. It's so bad, it's good. So, <laughs> it's really weird. Pastor Man's weird. Yeah. I think DCU has been going in a strange direction. I think they might have realized... I don't understand them. Yeah. I think they might have realized that going for the dark and gritty did not work with Superman, with Batman versus Superman, or with Justice League. I think they've realized that doesn't really work. So, I think they're trying to go more for like what Marvel does with like humor. Because mm-hmm. I know Aquaman... Yeah. I mean, the trailers for that have jokes everywhere, because mm-hmm. Aquaman is just a funny guy, and obviously yeah. this isn't like the same as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has its own type of humor, even though it's not really like a humorous movie, I suppose, but... Um, it's more like periodic like yeah. humor, I guess. Like That's period. kind of stuff I like. Yeah. So, yeah. I just wonder, with Plastic Man, with Birds of Prey, with the other things that are coming out in the future with them, if they're just trying to go for something a little more... Lighthearted, a little more fun, a little less mm-hmm. end of the world or something. I just don't understand why they're like digging so deep for characters. Yeah, I don't well, know. Because they weird, used up all their main ones I mean, already. We like, are we gonna about... get Quilt Man? Wait, what? <laughs> are we gonna get Quilt Man? I don't know. That's there's a DC character. And his superpower is that he makes quilts. Dude, I make a show about that. I feel like it, you can make like a Bob Ross type <laughs> show about making quilts. <laughs> How are they gonna knit that one into all this? <laughs> I just it, it seems like a deep cut in their in their vault yeah. and you're like but you have Superman just make a good Superman movie yeah I don't know maybe they are worried that if they really try to reboot constantly that people get tired of it so they're like okay let's pull yeah. you know, Blue Beetle let's pull Plastic Man let's pull like, like it is yeah. a little too soon um, Blue Beetle's good it could yeah, be Beetle's one of those things good. where they could be like another division of the Justice League but they don't really show the actual Justice League or something kind of like Justice League Unlimited what if that may, what's up ah, what if that's the next movie just League Justly Unlimited. Unlimited. Oh, that would make a lot of sense. That would be cool. Ooh. That would be really smart of them. Yeah. I can see it. See, all these good ideas. What's going on with us today? Bad <laughs> puns and good ideas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Something's happening. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's our movie news. Awesome. Yeah. You guys been watching any TV? Just One Punch Man still. I don't really have much to say. I'm almost well, done with it. Shelly's been watching Naruto. I have not. She's been watching no. the ocean. I haven't probably. been watching any shows. I but watched a single episode of The Office th- on the Plane. Cool. I think you haven't talked about Brotherhood since you finished it. Oh my gosh, oh, you're right. That's right. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. I did finish Brotherhood. I forgot because I was totally last week. Um, mm-hmm. but I wasn't there to record. Ah, oh, yeah. that yeah. show is so good. <laughs> Holy cow. 
I <laughs> Is it your favorite? What's your favorite anime series now? I still want to say One Punch Man. <laughs> I still want to say One Punch Man, but oh, that show okay. One Punch is, Man is pretty awesome. It, I don't really want to compare Brotherhood and One Punch Man because they're so different. Yeah, I think I agree. if I could just choose them both as favorites. Can I just choose both? I think I can. Yes, sure. That is just so good. And I never want to go back and finish watching the original Fullman Alchemist because I've heard it just is bad ending wise. <laughs> and I just love It's not bad. It's just unsatisfactory. Right. Yeah. This Brotherhood was very yeah. satisfactory. It was. Ugh. I kind of want <laughs> to convince my family to watch it or something because. I need someone else to... I feel like, because you guys always say it's a great introductory anime. Yeah. And I, yeah. I kind of just want to do that with someone. Be like, hey, first anime, watch some, this watch I think this some people me. could appreciate, like, um, I don't know, there's just a lot to it. Like, the time period as well, I think, would be understandable. Like, instead of being yeah. instead of being set somewhere in, like, Japan, and everybody, like, a lot of people who don't watch anime, they're like, oh, great. But yeah. this one the with Japanese. the setting and like the steampunk style kind of I think could be appealing. And it's dark, which a lot of anime are, and I think yeah. that's a big reason that it's a good starter. Yeah. Is because it goes, Oh wow, this is not a kid's thing. Yeah. Which is a lot of people's preconceived like, oh, anime is just another it's just kids' cartoons. Yeah, they think of yeah. Dragon Ball Z, Naruto and like Pokemon. And so the dark side of it can be really off putting for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it also shows them, Oh, this is not for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very good. Man. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It'd that be was good. a good show. Cool. A good show. Cool. Well, we'll get into the TV news then. What'd you watch? Oh, yeah. You probably watched I, some stuff. I really haven't watched a lot. I, I'm i trying to think. I think all that I've seen has been more Ruby. I, I got back into Bravest Warriors. Okay. Oh, I was just ahead. gonna say no, 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 I, you guys I, had two different levels of excitement for two different things. <laughs> You're like, oh. well, you mentioned Ruby, and I think I just am gonna, I'm just gonna watch Ruby without my roommate. Maybe I feel terrible or just because binge I've been, it because that's what isn't I was gonna it say. It's over? like I I might just wait till it's all over then binge it because at this yeah. point I'm I'm it's so good. I want to watch it anyway. So it just it just remind me. You continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had forgotten, so don't do this. Don't forget that it exists. Oh. I had forgotten that Bravest Warriors was coming out. Yeah. And there are like 20 episodes for me to watch of Bravest Warriors. Nice. Which is one of my favorite web series oh. ever. And that's on Verve, like, right? Yeah. It's like a space. That's where I'm watching Roos, uh, R- Ruby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. But it's this kind of Adventure Time uh, web series made with some creators. Yeah. Very funny. Very weird. Like Adventure Time yeah. is, and I've got like twenty episodes to watch. I'm so excited. Wow. That's cool. That's good. Yeah, and it's very plot filled now, which it did not start out very plot filled. What so about? It's been really cool. Are you? Uh, I've forgotten about that. Are you watching Titans still? I'm watching Titans. I'm up to the finale. Ooh. The finale comes out Friday, I think. Oh, I got time. I think it'll come out Friday, and <laughs> it's good. Although I really don't like the commercial the trailer for the finale because it's kind of misleading oh and because it's misleading i think i'm gonna i'll, I'll spoil why it's misleading because well, i think it'll like i, I it won't ruin the not, show i already think it's not gonna be batman like it's obvious it's not gonna be bruce 
Well, they've been kind of rumors that Batman is like this killer in the show. Like that hasn't been confirmed in the show, but people have like there's been like a rumor throughout, and maybe it's because of what's going to happen in this episode. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That got leaked in some way. What it is is it's going to be a dream world. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that too. Like a kind of like one of the alternate Earths or whatever or something. Yeah, and so I won't, I won't explain why it's a dream world or. But it, it kind of has to be. And so yeah. I was watching the trailer and I was like, I got to get caught up. So I watched like three episodes yeah. literally last night. Oh. And I was like, this doesn't lead to <laughs> that trailer at all. Wow. And so for those who are watching the trailer and be like, oh, I want to get into it. I just want you to know yeah. that that's the direction it goes. So you're not watching this yeah, thinking that I, it's. I think me wanting to get into it was knowing that this isn't Batman. So who is it mm-hmm. or what is going on? But it will be it will be Batman in a dream world, but it's like It's not the Batman though, basically. Right. Yeah. But a lot of the references and stuff is gonna be like about who he is as a character in this world. You're gonna learn a lot about this world's Batman yeah. through this dream. Okay. Uh, that'd cool. be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I, well, the reason why I say like I'm gonna watch it is because I just subscribed to that three day trial today. Oh, sweet! Yeah, and then it's like three ninety nine for like the first three months or something like that too. So I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, like why not? Yeah. yeah, Young Justice will come out, and then in the, January, all the animated stuff. They have the entire Batman animated series. They have Batman Beyond. Oh wow! They have like a lot of the good movies that are all, on there. All the good DC TV cartoons. Like, there's not much in the way of shows. But there's the cartoons mm-hmm. and there's all the... There's actually some weird stuff that I had forgotten even existed. Mm-hmm. Like the Birds of Prey the was old a show TV that show. came out. Yeah. So, that was supposed to have done really... It did really poorly. got canceled right yeah. away. But it was a good show from what I've heard. Like Static Shock is on there. Like, which I, I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. All of Young Justice. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans is on there. Yep. I don't know if it was the original Teen Titans cartoon, but they had new Teen Titans, which is different from Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of why Teen Titans Go exists. Okay. It's this little chibi version of Teen Titans that was actually really funny. Oh, yeah. It didn't need to be a whole show. Okay. Anyway. It's chibi versions of the original Teen Titans, but it matches the art style of the original Teen Titans more. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, so that's that's been good. And I watched the Arrowverse Elseworlds crossover all the way through. Nice. Last week, I'd only seen an episode. It was amazing. It was really, really good. It also set up the crossover for next year, which is... So that's one thing. The commercials kind of made me sad because there wasn't <laughs> nearly enough content in the commercial. Like, the commercials showed a lot of the really cool stuff, uh, and then that stuff wasn't really there in the show. Bummer. Like, the Flash from the 90s is in the show, and it's, like, the original actor. Yeah. And he's playing the Barry Allen from that 90s TV show. Yeah, because he plays his dad as well. Yeah. And so he kind of like, he comes through a portal, but it's only for a little bit. And in the commercials, they make it seem like he's like a big part of this crossover and it wasn't. But they did like, it's going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths next year. Yeah. Which is a really cool, big storyline. They'll probably have the 90s like references and people coming through. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we see some movie cameos. I don't know if we can. Yeah, legally, I don't know. But they had like a Smallville reference from like the Smallville, Smallville TV show. Smallville they could do. They definitely could. Yeah. Uh, John Diggle. 
Yes. Everyone's wanted to see him as Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, I read about that. There is a suggestion that uh, in the show that he may be a Green Lantern in another universe. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Batwoman was really cool. I never thought for I never <laughs> thought that we'd be able to see Arrow and Flash in Arkham Asylum. Huh. And you do. And there's so many references to Gotham City and to Gotham villains. That's cool. That couldn't have happened a few years ago because of the way that they were running things. Yeah. And you get a ton of it. Hmm. Like, it's so cool. My favorite cameo out of all of it was probably, or whatever, Easter egg, was they were on a cross street, police call it in, and they were like, we're on Nolan and Burton. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I get, I see what you're doing, because you're in Gotham. But it's, uh, it's really good. I cool. enjoyed it. And I haven't watched any of the rest of the show. Like, I haven't watched Flash. I'm not caught up on Flash. I'm not caught up on Arrow. So... And it made enough sense to me. Like I knew who the characters were. It's it's cool. Cool. Going on from that, we'll go into some TV news. I guess the first one was we'll start with stigma DC. There's been some casting for Stargirl, which is going to be a DC Universe show. And that's that streaming service that yeah. Titans is on. So Rex Tyler, he's been in Legends of Tomorrow. It's not going to have any connection to the CW shows. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's going to be Lou Ferrigno Jr. is playing Rex Tyler. Oh, okay. Which, yeah. That confused me for a second. Cool. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, Lou Ferrigno Jr. is playing Rex Tyler. Okay. Uh, Star Man is Joel McHale. Star huh. Girl, the name of the show, is Breck Bassinger. I don't know if I'm saying her name Bassinger, right. Bassinger, I think. Yeah. Probably. And I, because Titans, like, it's really a dark, dark show. I'm curious how they'll handle this one. So Titans has been successful so far, though, right? I don't know the numbers. I know it's been really good. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Interesting. I mean, it is on par with Netflix shows, for sure. Ooh, cool. That is good. Yeah. So, and I would assume so if they're announcing even more shows and not just sticking with what they've already made, because if they were doing poorly, I would assume that they would just stick with, we'll do Titans for a few more years, or they're making Swamp Thing already. Mm-hmm. I would think they wouldn't be announcing new stuff quite yet, but Swamp, waiting. Swamp Thing was going to be what had me get the streaming service if, if I hadn't have gotten it for this finale for Titans. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And it's diverse, too. Like, they have these, like, really dark shows, but they're also doing, like, a Harley Quinn show. Which is it's animated. It's be an animated cartoon. Yeah. And I would assume that that's going to be a little bit more for a younger audience. Maybe not kids, but not this dark R that the rest of the stuff yeah. is. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Cool. It's it's cool. I, I don't know where Stargirl will kind of fit on that. I don't know a lot about Stargirl. Neither do I. Uh, but Titans has sold me. I'll watch it. Cool. Yeah. And then in Netflix news, we got a couple different things. We have Dark Crystal. That's that movie with puppets yeah. i didn't even know their i don't really know much about it <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. so so jim yeah this was a jim henson production the original 80s movie okay. and the character is it as creepy puppets. as it looks uh, it's it, honestly it's been so long since i watched it like last time i watched it when i was when i was a kid but the, it looks like labyrinth stuff yeah well jim henson was also responsible for labyrinth 
Okay, so it is creepy. Yes. Later. So, and then the the best way <laughs> I can equate that for other people is that Jim Henson was involved in the early Star Wars puppet work. Okay. And so, but these screenshots, when because when you mentioned uh, these screenshots, I had seen one, but I didn't realize that it looks. I can't tell if it's puppet or CG. Like I really can't in these images. Yeah. So this is a prequel yeah. to the Dark Crystal. Yes. Which hopefully means I don't have to watch Dark Crystal to watch this. Yeah. And then it's got a ton of casting. Like You know what, though? Even if you haven't seen Dark Crystal, I still think you should watch it. I really do. Watch Dark Crystal? Yes. It's just, uh, yeah, I would say watch it. Just because so okay. that way you can have some context before the Netflix show comes out. Because I bet there are going to be some references and certain things that are going to connect. Like, I'm sure. Yeah. Like I said, like I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I'm definitely going to watch it before this comes out. It's got a really interesting cast. It's got, I can't remember his name, Egerton, who plays in Kingsman. Yes. He's the main character. Ah. And then yeah. Mark Hamill, uh, Luke Skywalker, the Joker. <laughs> then Andy Samberg is going to be in it. <laughs> I love Andy Samberg. That's awesome. Yeah. He's like, eight, those three, I would never imagine being in a project together. That's quite a combination, but I like yeah. it. And there's others too, like Simon Pegg's in it. I don't know. It's going to be, it'll be interesting. After that sure. news article was a cast list. I was trying to figure out whether it said it was done in CGI. And I'm like, dang, half this article is a cast list. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like CGI. I can't tell. Like, I'm going to have to dive deeper into it and find out what it really is. First picture looks like a puppet. And then there's other characters that look CGI. It's I don't know what it is. weird. Yeah. I want to find out. They're creepy looking. I'll report back next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then... The most exciting news to me, The Punisher is releasing in January, season two. So it's not canceled. That's kind we of bittersweet, though, because we're getting a new season and all these other shows aren't going to get one. <laughs> yeah. And the assumption is that it's going to get season two and then it'll be announced canceled as well. Yeah. Jessica Jones is kind of in the same boat. Apparently, they have already filmed season three, so they're going to finish that up. Yeah. I didn't realize, though, Daredevil was canceled. It was supposed to start filming in February. Cool, man. Wow. That's terrible. So they had put in money. They had to have put money into that show already. For sure. And then they just were like, nope, man. never mind. Before they canceled it. That's crazy. Like That sucks. The script had to have been written already. That was, like, yeah. probably in pre-production. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. But we, we get Punisher Season 2, which I'm really excited about. I'm sure it's going to get canceled, but I am glad we get... It left on a cliffhanger that last season. So I need to watch it still. I'm glad that it, it's really good. It's a very slow. You don't. I don't think of like slow and Punisher going together, mm-hmm. but it, it's slow and it tells a very deep story that's, that you don't get. That's kind of where I'm at with the Last Kingdom right now. It's like it, it had such a cool beginning, and I feel like that show is kind of slow right now. So that first yeah. season, it's uh, it's deep. It gets really deep about kind of PTSD and like mm-hmm. the after effects of of war and stuff. A lot of themes. Punisher like hits on that uh-huh. in the comics and stuff, but this is gets really it, it dives really deep into that side of things instead of glorifying the violence. Cool. Which is cool. That's season one at least. I don't know about season two. Maybe season two will just be a gore. Back to the action. Crazed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah who knows? A weird choice on their part. Yeah. But that's it. That is the show. That is the last show of the year. Uh, 2018. Talk to you guys in 2019 i'm super excited for the year to come yeah geeks under grace is going to be 
just lit up, I think. It'll be lit. You don't yeah, have to say, to say the up part. You just got to say lit. It's going to be lit. I, I didn't want to say no, lit. No, no, no. <laughs> I can say it for you. If you were uncomfortable there saying it, it's going to be lit. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're planning, you know, different cons that we're going to go to. We're planning the... We're planning the pledge drive. Uh-huh. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. Uh, we're... <laughs> I mean, there's just, there's so much going on. Scheduled our first appointment today for PAX. Yeah, PAX South happens literally in the middle of January. Soon. So we're starting off strong. Like, it's not, it's not a sometime in the next year. It's literally. It's the first two months of the year, and I see no break in sight until a long time, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll talk to you guys next year. Ha, ha. We'll <laughs> talk to you. In a couple weeks. Uh, I had to think about what I was going to say. LJ, where are they going to find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. And you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays at twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. And Shelly? You can find me on the Geeks Under Grace uh, Twitch channel on Tuesday nights. You can find me on Twitter at the shellshock 24 yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. I'm closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Merry Christmas. Adios. Bye.